You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to the E2C Network podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com Where you Auburn fans? Welcome to No Huddle, your source for Auburn football news and discussion. Part of the E2C Network. I'm AJ Richardson and I'm also here with Ben King to preview the Iron Bowl. Iron Bowl week. It's the one we've all been waiting for. It's it's going to be a good one. I hope, fingers crossed, we got to get our offense going. Our defense can definitely hold its own. Ben, how are you doing? How are you feeling right now? We're a little bit out from the Iron Bowl. Um, are you getting ready for this one? Oh, man, I just can't wait to beat Bama. <laughs> it's, the change of voice right there. Beat Bama. Beat Bama. <laughs> it's going to be good, man. Uh, I, I – uh, Part of me wishes Tua was playing this game just so he could beat Alabama at their top. But regardless, I think that much like some of the other games that we've had, the big games this season, uh, it's at home, unlike those. The Georgia game was kind of a fluky game since we didn't really start off well. I expect us to do much better there. But look at the way that we finished that game. Mm -hmm. I want us to start this game the way we finished that game. Yeah, for sure. And... Imagine four quarters of that offense. Not even Birmingham can stop that. Nope. And that's what I'm expecting us to come out with against Alabama and just knock them off the ball, starting out, pin them down. Defense is going to run rampant, and offense is going to get it done. Yeah, yeah. That's something that I really hope we do. We do more of what Bo Nix is most comfortable with, which is it seems like the two-minute offense, let's go quickly. Uh, keep the the pressure on the defense, put them on their heels real quick. Um, I don't think we'll do it the whole game because just, I don't think it's sustainable, but do it more than we have in the past. Um, Really say, all right, guys, this is your last regular season game. And then we'll get probably about a month off uh, before going to a bowl. So put your heart on the line. This is a rival and with it, it should never be taken lightly. I don't think it ever will be taken lightly uh, because of just a lot of times how much gravity this game has. And uh, for, for this year, it may not necessarily be that we're fighting for a spot at the SEC championship, um, but it means keeping Bama out of the playoffs. And if we win, that means Bama is not going to the playoffs. Um, I've even had some friends text me um, that are either Georgia Tech or Georgia fans just like, I don't know, just like it seems like a lot of them just want us to beat Bama and get them out and just net, like for them to finally not be in the playoffs because they've been in the playoffs uh, every single season uh, since they've had the playoffs. Yep. Get them out of there. You can't put a two-loss <laughs> Alabama team in. This is not going to happen. Yeah. Not I mean, this year. Considering they, they look so sloppy against LSU and then, you know, fingers crossed, Look sloppy against us. Um, 
that would be awesome to see that that happen. Um, yeah, I mean, so this game is a two thirty kickoff in Jordan Hare. Uh, I feel like it's a good time for for this. Um, it's gonna be CBS, so sorry about everybody, probably including me, that's gonna be watching it on TV. Just It'll mute be- the TV and tune it into the Auburn Radio, Auburn Sports Network. Or if you can't tune it in, there's an app. Yeah. Download it. It's so much better. Yes, yeah, so much better. And then you don't have to listen to the biasness. That idiot Gary. <laughs> you can guarantee me running this social media account. I'm going to be using the uh, that image. I think, Ben, you had found it somewhere on the internet, but the yep. picture of Gary with duct tape over his mouth. Uh, because I, I feel like any anybody, even Bama fans, are just like, just shut him up. That's um, right. You'll have Bama fans retweeting that at the same time. <laughs> we don't agree on much across the state, you know, them over in basically East Mississippi. Yeah. But we do agree that Gary Daniels is an idiot and needs yes. to go off the air. Yes. I think we can all agree on that. Um, so this year, it's actually going to be, I think, one of the closer games, or at least according to Vegas so far, this is going to be a really close game. Um, Auburn, I mean, honestly, in our games that we've lost have been really close. Uh, I think if you look back at how we've played, we're probably like nine to 10 points away from winning, being like a nine, 10 win season already, um, just because of where we're at, um, and how well we've, we've, you know, been in games. And, uh, so you're, you're looking at a very slim margin of error, um, and I think this Alabama game is going to be the same kind of thing. There's little margin for error, um, but I I have faith that our defense can keep us in the game for as long as we need it. Um, and then really the hope is that uh, whatever issues that we saw for the first three quarters of the Georgia game uh, get fixed and are fixed um, from the very first drive against Bama, and uh, we're able to get our offense going. Uh, right now, uh, right now, ESPN uh, has Auburn winning. Uh, it looks like maybe thirty-four percent of the time, uh, based on their predictive modeling. So we have honestly, I think it's a little bit better than when uh, we had it preseason. I think we may have been given even like twenty-five percent chance. So it's looking a little bit brighter for Auburn. Um, I have a feeling that probably has to do with uh, because two is out, um, which is. A little unfortunate, um, and I guess that brings up the first topic I want to talk about, was without Tua, is it going to, I don't know, does it take anything away, say we do win this game, uh, or does that really play a factor in it? I mean, it'll be an excuse for you know East Mississippi to go and you know bring <laughs> up every single time when we put up our banners after this year, <laughs> and we fly our flags as state champions for all and until next season but you know regardless of that if you look at the productivity that little garbage boy uh has had in the games that he's played in (laughs) you mean you know mac jones or mac brown or yeah i don't even know his name he doesn't matter because he's not going to be their starter next year (laughs) so uh but you know when it comes to alabama they have they have a system that their quarterbacks play in and yeah two is able to be mobile when he's not mobile then it's really just completing a slant that goes for, you know, 80, 90 yards. Yeah. And so we're going to have the same type of deal here with Mac Jones and, you know, a little garbage boy would just have to put him on the ground a few times and get him afraid of our 
our offense, and hopefully we won't get held like we did yeah. in LSU and Georgia. So one thing here is right now I bet Birmingham is betting on Alabama, and what they're expecting is LSU to go take care of business with Georgia and then Alabama to just fall into the playoff because of being where they're at right now. Yeah. And I mean, so we're going to have the entire state against us, including all the referees right there. Yeah. And we're going to have to blow this team out in order to win this game. Yeah, you're probably right. If it comes down to a few crucial plays, I I have a feeling it's going to swing the other way. Um, and I, I really try not to be like conspiracy theory, but like it, it would make sense for the SEC to want Bama to win. Um, money. Well, money, money talks. Money controls everything. Well, and, and then I, having extra. I have my tinfoil hat on, buddy. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, so um, a couple other things that I wanted to talk about, and I thought these were pretty cool dates. So uh, for Saturday, it's actually going to be Bo Jackson's birthday. So oh, that's, that's cool. pretty special. Uh, the Also, the other thing that's kind of special about this year's Iron Bowl uh, is it's going to be the 30th anniversary of our first Iron Bowl played in Jordan-Hare. So, you know, that's pretty cool. Um, just thinking back on, it's, it hasn't really been that far back since we were playing in Legion Field uh, for the Iron Bowl. Um, so I'm, I'm glad we, we made the shift to having home field um, advantage for games. Uh, so I don't know. I like that. But anyways. Um, <laughs> that is great. Yeah. Um, another thing, so at least last week, uh, so as Tua's, you know, he's recovering from surgery, Mac Jones is playing. Um, I honestly didn't seem too impressed with how Mac Jones was playing. Uh, he's at this point only had two starts. Uh, this last week he was 10 of 12. But when you have the top level wide receiver talent that Alabama does, I mean, even you or me, Ben, we, we could – you know, we could throw a little timing route and just throw a little slant and their wide receivers would go up and get it uh, yep. and then run it down the field for 60, 70 yards. Uh, so I'm, I'm not all that impressed with, with it just because of their wide receivers. Um, but I think the key, like you said, is we got to get in Mac Jones head and we got to do it early and we got to keep doing it. Like I want him and being an Auburn fan, this may sound a little, crass and like I'm beating down on a player but I want him to become Jeremy Johnson <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean like, I do where he is so afraid that he won't do anything and he'll just throw it to our defense like that's what I want him to do um, yeah that'd be fantastic so turn Mac Jones into Jeremy Johnson is my, my hope um, another thing I think is how well our defense is going to play um Alabama's offense is obviously very high powered, but Auburn this whole season at most has allowed 24 points. And that was against Florida. And, you know, the last touchdown was more or less in junk time. So, you know, the next closest was a 23 point that we allowed. Uh, so you're looking at a defense that doesn't allow many points. Um, and I think that's going to be very important um, going forward. Uh, and then also, here's another stat, and I think this was from uh, Stat Tiger. So I'm just going to read this one out for you. Our defense, okay, so in 2019, Auburn's defense has blanked its opponents 19 of 44 quarters. So you're looking at 43% of all quarters, no teams have scored. That's currently the best percentage in, by an Auburn defense since 
dating back to last decade in two uh, in 2007. So you're mm-hmm. looking at this is a very very good defense that well, we can knew that. keep people out of the end zone and I I think that alone will keep us in this game um and give Auburn fans hope. Um, for sure. I love the stats behind that just showing how impressive these guys have been this season. Uh another thing I think is uh, let's talk about offense because I think we got to talk about how do we get going? Um and I think that that starts with um, I think Ben, you and I were kind of saying we have to have some sort of balance there. We can't yep. go a hundred percent pass and then stop the run. We have to do a little bit of both. Um, Ben, how do you see the offense kind of playing out and actually starting to move down the field against Bama? Yeah. So Alabama's, uh, defense is not as good as they have been here in the past. Uh, having allowed a max points of 46 to LSU, they also allowed, uh, 31 to Ole Miss, 28 to Texas A&M, and uh, 23 to South Carolina, a team that will not be making a bowl game and still beat Georgia. So uh, just had to throw that in there yep. for those of you who forgot. <laughs> <clears throat> so if you look at this, you know, you, you you look at Alabama's defense and you're like, wow, that's that's not very, you know, Alabama-like of that defense. However, we still have to remember that these uh, players are all four and five stars, so regardless of how they play together, they still have talent out the wazoo. So much like you said, a balanced attack is going to be imperative for us to be able to actually, one, move the ball, and two, score. And we need to score a lot and score often. Uh, AJ, something that you were saying is big plays are going to matter. Absolutely. So much like uh, when I was sitting with Kyle at the Georgia game and we were doing slants left and right, and we weren't opening up that big pass. So that's something that we have to be able to put together in this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what you saw even against Georgia was okay. Those got us moving down the field a little bit, but you got to have some some longer pass plays that you do complete, um, or even even like what we did against Sanford. We've done it a few times this season. Is get a running back out of the backfield, uh, and you know use him, use his ability to just use his larger body um, just to go up against a, a DB or a safety and really just take them on, uh, move down the field. Like we got to get a little creative with it. And I, uh, I mean, Ben and you and I, like we want the bag of tricks at, the, at this point in the season, even putting tricks into your bag. Yep. You've taken a few out throughout the season, but like, little by little, I feel just like no flea flickers. Gotta, I, I feel like there's gotta be more. I, I don't think we can do a flea flicker this year. Because okay. of the offensive line. Well, yeah, I, I don't know if they that gives the uh, I don't know Bo Nix like even four or five seconds. That's tough. But so, I would love a you know pass out to the side, and then have either DJ Williams or Booby throw it downfield. Yeah, I think that's definitely a possibility right there. Yeah, I think so, and, and that would be pretty cool. Um, I, I honestly kind of hope with uh, with our offense, we end up using uh, a few of the. I don't know, like wildcat formations, but do something counter typical because like we saw against Georgia, they've seen enough footage. They've had enough defensive analysts look at our, how will we do it out of wildcat? Uh, do something different out of it that Bama is not expecting when they line up uh, heavy on one side, we're going to hit them quick with a, a sweep the other side and get a chunk yards out of that. 
I hope we do something like that. Mm. I hope uh, we do some stuff like what Florida did to us. Just disguise some plays. I want I want Gus to draw up maybe even some new plays this week. If you haven't for for whatever reason, Gus, if you don't have any disguised plays in your playbook, go back to previous years where we did do stuff like that oh, yeah. and implement that this week. That would be that's what we need is the disguised plays. And there's ha- been a handful of them this season. I, I don't want to like discredit every single play this season because there have been some. I mean, even the Harold Joyner from the Georgia game, that was a well-disguised play where if he had caught that, it could have been a touchdown. Uh, and that's that's hard to do against a very well-coached team. Uh, and Georgia's defense is very well-coached. Um, so you're looking at a lot of disguise, but also just explosion that I think needs to happen from this offense to to keep us um, competitive against Bama. Uh, another couple of things that I was thinking about. So um, as we know, our, our special teams is not the greatest as far as punt return coverage or kick return coverage. And Bama is the opposite. They're very good at returning punts and very good at returning kickoffs. So we, we honestly, I feel like if I was coaching Aaron Sippus right now, I would be telling him for punts out of bounds because Waddle is a, an incredible guy to have uh, that's returning punts. Like he, he's the kind of explosive that I, I, I think Tut can be, he's just not had the, that really big, all right, touchdown, you know, he returns it for a touchdown, but like he's had moments of like, you know, a 20, 30, 40 yard punt return. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's points where I'm thinking, all right, Waddle, Waddle's just really good. And we got to punt it away from him as much as possible or just punt it up as high as you can. If it goes 35 yards, I don't care at that point. I'd rather risk that than boom it 50 yards and then Waddle run it back for a touchdown. So I think that that's gotta be a key, um, that we work on. Um, anything else about the Bama game uh, before we go into our score predictions? Yeah, we just need to come out on fire. And we haven't been able to really do that much this season. Uh, we did it in, what was it, against Texas A&M? I think we came out on fire? Uh, yeah, some, yeah. It, well, it was Texas was A&M, some, Mississippi State. Um, yeah, Mississippi State, that game was over before it even started. Yeah, that game, I was thinking, I, I looked up. And I think we had scored a couple of touchdowns and you you look up again and it felt like we scored another touchdown. It was, it was crazy. It's gotta be that one then. No, uh, they've basically the same colors. Yeah. We need to come out like we did against Mississippi state and just lay the hammer. Yeah. Because if we don't, I'll say this like a dozen times, if we don't blow this team out, we can't win this game. Yeah. And that's what I kind of fear. Um, Another couple of things. So uh, let's, well, I guess we can just go ahead and let's jump into our score predictions. So um, preseason, Ben, you and I had Auburn winning. Uh, we had us winning by three points. Mm-hmm. I'm still thinking that's pretty reasonable, but I, I agree with what you're saying that it may need to be we win by 10 points and there's no chance for Bama to make a last minute comeback. You know, the SEC refs call something on us and finally call holding or something that really just it really takes us out of the game. Yep. Um, so I, I don't want to leave it uh, a questionable thing. Um, 
Ben, as far as your score prediction, are you feeling to stay with that? Or are you? It sounds like you might be wanting to move that up uh, if you really think that we can win this one. Yeah, so I've been every single week, week in and week out, regardless of what I had picked preseason, I stuck with it. Uh, this is the last game of the year, the last game of this decade, the last game of the season, uh, at least last seasonal game of the decade. Yeah. I got to change it, man. All right. I think we... Uh, we are home. We have the state of Alabama on our back, and we come out kicking. Beat Alabama by 20 points. <laughs> this is the Barner Ben. Barner Ben, baby. Um, so man. Make it make it where Birmingham can't possibly change the outcome of this thing. I mean, if we have a game, I don't think the, yeah, the score differential wasn't that large when we beat them in 2017, but it, it got to the point where it was like third and fourth quarter, and I was thinking, wow, like I, for the majority of that game, we just made Bama look like a fool. And yep. I feel like Gus has the potential to do that. Despite whatever feelings you have about him, he's done it in the past. He's made, uh, he's outcoached Saban. And there's so few of coaches that are able to do that. Um, and while he's our coach, I'm not saying he gets fired or anything, but like while he's our coach, use that and have his you know special planning that he does for this game um you know put it into action um yeah preseason i had us winning by three um and i was thinking back on this uh, my score predictions preseason have been pretty decent like i had us winning probably nine and three or ten and two one of those um for this season um and those uh, those okay so for example i called the florida game uh, I'd originally had it. Ban- uh, sorry, I'd had uh, UGA winning, so I already had those two losses. Mm-hmm. I honestly thought we'd beat LSU, and we played decently against them. But we didn't know LSU was going to be the way they are this year, though. Well, no, I-, I don't think anybody did, especially preseason. We were thinking, okay, cool, they brought in a new quarterbacks coach, whatever. Uh, like, I didn't even really know who Joe Burrows was until this season, because you know he's just kind of an average quarterback in yep. the SEC. And of course, he's he's exceeded that. So I'm gonna keep going with my score prediction. So I think Auburn just going with like our my gut reaction is still I think we can do this. Um, and I know that may go against the grain of what Auburn's done in the past. I think we had looked back at uh, over the last decade, Auburn has never split the Georgia Bama rivalries. So they you know 2010 we beat both of them, 2013 we beat both of them. And then 2017, we beat both of them. So you're looking at, I don't know, we might be able to break that, whatever that weird stat is um, this season. And I just have, have a feeling about that. I'd love to be able to break it. And I, I appreciate that you still believe in the integrity of the game itself, whereas I have lost all hope at this point. <laughs> oh, man, Ben. Your tinfoil hat has uh, <laughs> grown larger and larger. Hey, every single game where I see just ridiculous penalties that don't get called and then ghost penalties that do, it just more and more, man. I'm just at this point, it's a very thick tinfoil hat. <laughs> um, yeah. OK, so let's talk about our players to watch, um, because I think that that's important for um, for us to kind of like focus our view on who are the key players that will need to succeed for Auburn to win. Um, so let's start with offense and then go to defense and uh, finish out with special teams. Ben, who are you going to be uh, looking at on offense? 
Uh, I'm going to say two things. Okay. I'm going to do kind of an honorable mention, much like you have done in the past. Okay, go for it. Uh, Bo Nix is my number one because yeah. Bo has to be solid in this game in order to be successful. Mm-hmm. But I also expect the Bo to Williams connection, mm. the Bo to Seth, the the Nix to Williams, however you want to make that, yep. is going to be on point in this game. Uh, I guarantee that Seth Williams will be the number one wide receiver for Auburn. Yeah. And I, I expect him to do some great things against Alabama. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's done big things against Georgia. Um, and even Nick's, Bo Nix had a great game against Georgia. Just, you know, we couldn't finish it out uh, when we needed to finish up the drives. Uh, he had a great I, fourth quarter. Got to have a whole game against Alabama here. Yeah. Um, so one thing I, I want to – I was actually going to say Seth Williams, but since you already took him, uh, <laughs> even as an honorable mention, I, I think the next key thing and key – I'm going to say players – plural is the o-line like we you got to watch the o-line watch Mm. the battle down front i know bama's defense isn't necessarily as good as they've been but of course they've got the individual talent that i mean it's it could be a big issue for offensive line so you got to watch the the battle up front um see how see if auburn's offensive line throughout the game can wear down especially looking like the third fourth quarters see if we're able to run the ball because I think if you're able to run the ball in the third and fourth quarters, that really can set up those big explosive plays like we were talking about. Um, for defense, who are you going to be watching, Ben? Uh, I've got my man Derek Brown, best player Derek in Brown. college football on defense. I expect him to probably be held quite a bit, but also to make some big explosive plays. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, I- I'm going to be watching a guy just because of how much Bama tends to pass the ball. Now, it may be a little different since Mac's in there, and it seems like they're not passing the ball nearly as much. But you never know. They could break out and throw like 20, 30 times. And if that's the case, I'm going to be looking at somebody we haven't talked about a whole ton this year, but has been an outstanding guy, Noah Ibnogany. And the Mm. reason I'm calling him out and saying I'm going to be watching him, he's been our number one cornerback this season. And you haven't heard his name that much, have you, Ben? I mean, only when he gets picked on. Yeah. And even then, it's only like in a handful of games. And every cornerback gets picked on. The quarterback's looking for the weak cornerback on a stronger wide receiver. So they're trying to get the matchup battle. But Iggy has been winning a lot of those battles. And because of that, he hasn't been picked on nearly as much, especially That's towards true. the second half of the season. So his name yep. hasn't been called. They haven't been looking at him to, uh, you know, I don't know, throw the ball in his direction. The quarterback's just saying, I'm not even throwing over to Igbenogany because he's already covered my guy. He might get an interception. And I think he's going to be a big guy to be looking at. Uh, for special teams, Ben, who are you going to be watching? Uh, I'm going to go with Christian Tutt on this one. Tutty Tutt. I expect Christian Tut, you know, all season long, I've hoped he would break something. And he's gotten close, like you said. But maybe this is the one. Maybe this is the time. And that's what I'm hoping for. I think that could be a huge game changer. Momentum shift within the Iron Bowl. And I think if there's anywhere for him to do it, Iron Bowl's where it's at. Yeah. Yeah, this is this would be a huge one. Especially since Bama's so good at punt returns. How great would it be if Auburn had a punt return that 
ran went for a touchdown. Um, <laughs> That'd be that. fantastic. Uh, I'm gonna be watching. So I, I I'm going back and forth between our punter and kicker, Aaron and Anders. Honorable uh, mission. Do it. All right, I'll, I'll give the honorable mention. Um, so, but my the guy I'm gonna be specifically watching is Anders Carlson just because of his confidence. It seems like it's a little bit down, um, but I, I'm hoping from this point on he puts it all behind him and moves forward, forgets about all of the missed field goals he's had. Because honestly, before uh, was the Ole Miss game when he missed those three field goals. Before that point, I think he was like ten of twelve. So yep. you're looking at a very good, consistent. Gus was putting him in good positions to make kicks, and he was doing so uh, for the mo- most part. And then all of a sudden, he gets into a little bit of a slump. Seems like he's you know getting a little bit out of it, but we'll see. Um, so I'm gonna say Anders is my main one, but then I'm going with uh, Aaron just because I I think that it's gonna be a little bit low scoring for this game, and there's gonna be a little bit of a punt battle. Um, going on field position battle, and I, I'm Aaron cannot punt directly to Waddle and allow him to make any punt returns because I am so scared if Waddle gets any punt returns that he's going to bring it to the house, and I don't want that because that could be the the change of momentum um, that maybe Auburn has, and then it swings over to Bama. Um, so that that's going to be my honorable mention. Nice. All right. Um, Ben, anything else about uh, this game before we move on? Uh, Man, this has been the one that we've, uh, you know, we we look forward to every year. And it's going to mean a lot this year specifically, just with a little bit of the letdown that we've had. I think if we beat Alabama, when we beat Alabama, it will, you know, at least remedy a lot of the close calls that we've had, the what ifs. Yeah. And... At least we'll be able to see Auburn play. I hope four, four, four full <laughs> quarters. Hopefully they play better than I said that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, man, I just I want to see Auburn football one last time this season at home, where we go all out and then get ready for a really good bowl game. I want to leave it all out in the field here, though. Yeah, and one thing that you you said something about playing at home. And it reminded me, Auburn's played at home very well this season. Minus the Ole Miss game, you know, scratch that one. Even then, we got a lot of yards. It was just, you know, we couldn't get in the end zone. Yep. Besides that one, Auburn's played really, really well at home. And because of that, I, I give us a good amount of hope that we can uh, come out and play a good, tight, close game with Bama. Or even, like what Ben's hoping, blow, blow out. them out. <laughs> Um, let's move on to our final segment for the show and Auburn fan perspective on the SEC. Um, there were a lot of games in the SEC this week. Um, some of them were bigger games. A lot of them tended to be, uh, the, you know, Alabama versus Western Carolina, Auburn versus Sanford, you know, the, the easier games right before you go into the rivalry week. Uh, Ben, what were some of the games that you, uh, you had noted, uh, that happened in the SEC and, uh, uh, what were some of the things you saw around? Well, I think the biggest one was. <coughs> oh, sorry. Are you okay, Ben? Uh, Are you okay? I'm choking like Jake Fromm did against Texas A&M <laughs> when he almost he looked terrible in that game. Yeah, and maybe it was like a little bit of a you know hangover from having to play Auburn and having us storm back in the fourth quarter and having to you know 
give Birmingham a call to to stop that, make him pee his pants and only getting two yards in the the fourth quarter. Maybe a little bit of the hangover had that. Maybe. But he looked like crap. <laughs> he did. So, you know, Georgia. I wish they had played a little bit worse when we had played them. Yeah, uh, made Texas A and M look like all stars. So I mean, yeah, take that as you will. Uh, that was probably the biggest game that I looked at. What was your thoughts on that one? Um, yeah, I didn't get to watch the whole game just because I, I think I was coming back from Auburn at that point. Um, I didn't get to watch most of it, but from the little bits and even looking at the score and from uh, looking at what the stats were, I was thinking, wow, it, it seems like Georgia's kind of just letting Texas A&M hang around and then they should have put them away. They should mm-hmm. honestly put them away, especially being at home. You should put a team like Texas A&M away early. Don't give them a, a potential opportunity to, to come back. And Texas A&M fought hard um, to make that that happen. Uh, another one that I noted uh, was LSU, and I got to watch uh, the game against uh, Arkansas. Um, for a little bit, it seemed like Arkansas was kind of hanging in there. And then all of a sudden, LSU, I think, scored like three quick touchdowns and then jumped out ahead a good bit but even Arkansas uh, I think they're starting their fourth quarterback of the season uh but honestly I liked him and uh he seemed to be doing a lot better than the other quarterbacks at least he was able to move the ball down the field uh he was a big body um he's got some things that he's got to work on though there were multiple times where either him or a running back went out of bounds on like third third goal or third down and they were just short of the first down. That that's just unacceptable. Like you got to like put your body on the line, try to get that first down for your team. Um, and both of those times stalled them out. Um, so just little things. And that may have honestly been coaching. And part of the reason why uh, there's no Chad Morris there anymore. And uh, they have an <laughs> interim. Yeah. But Arkansas still scored 20 points on LSU, which is pretty sad. Yeah. They scored uh 10 points against us and seven against Alabama. So it just kind of shows the way that defense works. Yeah. Um, another couple that, uh, that were, I don't know. They were like the Auburn versus Sanford kind of games. Um, so you had Kentucky beat UT Martin. They beat them 50 to seven. They didn't have a shutout note. They didn't have a shutout. Also no. Mississippi state played Abel Christian 45 to seven, not a shutout. Also, Not everyone can be like the mighty Auburn Tigers. Yes. Also, Bama allowed three points from Western Carolina. Not a shot. Hate shutout. to see it. <laughs> Hate to see it, man. Um, and uh, so Auburn and Vandy are the only ones to have shutouts this week. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you you can't hope to win every game, but you can beat the children of the poor from across the state. <laughs> Eastern Tennessee State University. Yeah. Yep. What? Okay, whatever. <laughs> hey, speaking of teams that uh turned it around this week, mm-hmm. Tennessee is bowl eligible, man. They are. Good That's for them. That's wild. Good for them. If if anyone had told me they'd become bowl eligible before they played the terrible Vanderbilt team, uh 3 weeks into the season I'd be like, I'll take that bet. <laughs> <laughs> I yep. I I had very little hope about Tennessee at the beginning of the season. Um, but I think, I don't know, like it just seems like Tennessee's kind of like coming around, like they're they're making their resurgence, which, 
uh, we Auburn doesn't play them very often, but you know who does? Bama. And how great would it be, you know, next year, Tennessee's still kind of climbing up the ladder, getting better and better, and them either next year or the year after beating Bama. Um, that would be great because I think it's been <laughs> like 10, maybe 15 years since Tennessee's beat Bama. Yeah, I would love that. So Get off your hump, Tennessee. Yep. Beat Alabama. Yep. Um, 2020, make it happen. Another game, and it's not SEC-related, but – the reason I wanted to bring it up was Auburn played them. Oregon lost to Arizona State um, this yeah, last poor week. Ducks. I know. So that puts them at, I think, 9-2 and two at this point. So yep. that just kind of sucks from like an Auburn perspective because then that makes our loss look a little worse. Um, and uh, probably it, Oregon's still going to go to the Pac-12 uh, Conference Championship. But they got to play Utah. And... I don't know. I mean, Utah looks pretty good. Yeah. I mean, what are, let's see, the AP poll, we don't, the playoff committee hasn't, as of right now, record, or they haven't announced, but Utah and the AP poll jumped up a spot and they are number six. Yep. So you're looking at a very good Utah team and they've been able to blow out teams, uh, minus, I think, one or two games that have been tight. Yeah, that USC loss doesn't look that great. Yeah, that one. But what one thing about Utah is like preseason. Uh, when I recorded a preseason podcast with CJ on the CJ Sweat CJ Sweat Show, mm-hmm. uh, I had Utah in my top ten just because of the amount of talent they were returning. And you know they've they've played out that way this season. Could be undefeated if they hadn't choked there against USC. Uh, will that be able to keep Bama? Or well, we don't worry about Bama because you know. We're going to take care of business there. But That's right. Will that keep Georgia out? Mm, don't know. Yeah. I mean, okay, so let's go down the path of Utah. Say we, they do win out. Do you give them a shot at making the playoffs? Or do you, like, what are you thinking with that? Uh, It, it depends. Should I take off my uh, tenfold hat or keep it on? Um, well, let's keep it on because it keeps things interesting. Okay, they have no chance at all then because <laughs> after we beat Alabama and Birmingham freaks out, they're going to make the call that Georgia will beat LSU in the SEC title game. Okay. Georgia will then beat an undefeated LSU team. Georgia will pop up to number three. LSU will go to number four, and both teams will make it in and then play each other for the mm. national title game where LSU will win it all. That would be awesome. So... In that scenario where Birmingham controls all, then no, Utah has no chance. <laughs> but they can't control what Utah does. No, but still, a, if Georgia was able to beat a close game against LSU, who has the mm-hmm. Heisman Trophy winner, yeah, then two one-loss teams that were very close and one that was not the number one until up that to that point. Yeah would still probably go in above Utah with a weak schedule. Yeah. Only way Utah makes it in is if, or once we beat Alabama and then LSU still is able to beat Georgia, hmm. then Utah probably has a shot. Okay. But it's going to be tough, man. And then Oklahoma's right there too. Oklahoma had a huge comeback against Baylor. Yeah, you're so right about which that. Which was nuts. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. I mean... I feel like Utah has a chance, but I mean, I'm with how things usually play out. I don't know. Like they, they have to have convincing wins 
And then on top of that, teams above them losing, which I don't think Clemson's going to lose. I don't think Ohio State's going to lose. LSU, the only chance that they have of losing is, like you said, in the SEC championship. And, I mean, if if what you're saying, Tim Fuller had on, if that does happen where Georgia does win that one, I, I mean, that, that could be, I don't know, that, that could be really interesting to see how that would that one shakes out yep um but anything else before we go uh guys this is the week we gotta make it where birmingham can't can't make the outcome of this game we just gotta blow it alabama off the ball gotta win this one outright gotta beat them by 20 war eagle baby let's get ready yeah let's do it uh ben before you go do you want to give them your social media so they can stay in contact with you you guys can find me anywhere on social media at b-e-n-k-1-n-g and on Twitter on Captain Plainsman on game days. And then you can find me on Twitter as well at A-J-A-Y-J-A-Y underscore. It's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle. War Eagle. Beat Bamba. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?